<laughs> Sorry. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. And today's a little check-in after our last discussion, which was on night. Yeah, a uh, fair warning. There was some crying in there. Yeah, I think that's where my headache came from. Because I was trying so hard not to cry to get <laughs> through the discussion that, like, my brain was just like, ah! <laughs> you gotta let it out. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, but yeah. To, oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say... Yeah, today we're just have a check-in, and we have a few more of these, and then we do Terra Road, which is our last book. Yes. I was going to say, we didn't announce it last time, but our next and final Oprah book is, Oprah, is Terra Road. Can we, like, like, pop a bottle of champagne or drink, like, a big glass of wine when we have that discussion? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because i think it's i think that is that is a celebration and a big accomplishment Mm -hmm. we did a full year of oprah's books oprah (laughs) it seems like just yesterday that i was uh trying to scream my way through i can't even think of the name of it anymore the rapture of canaan no Heart is a Lonely Hunter. No. Anna Karenina. Sue Miller. What was that book? Where she like was in the like in the sixties. She was with that like group, and then her friend got murdered. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> while I was gone, or something. Something like that. I can't even, look at. I can't even remember that book. So. Good for me. <laughs> yeah. Um. What are you reading right now? Well, I'm still on Pachinko. How's that going? Um, it's going. Is I'm that... neither positive or negative on it so far. So Okay. We'll see. Right. Um, but I'm also listening to Killers of the Flower Moon <gasps> on Audible. So Audible. speaking of that. <gasps> Did you so, get it? So a few weeks ago. Oh, becoming a movie. Yes. Is that what you're gonna say? No. <laughs> oh. Well, Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. That's exciting. So. so, a few weeks ago, we talked about the Kindle challenge, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I only have, like, three badges. And yeah. so then I was like, I started looking at the badges and was like, okay, what can I still get? And um, one of the badges is, like, a nonfiction. Um, so I went through their list to see if there was any nonfictions I wanted to read and Killers of the Flower of the Moon was on that list, and I was able to get it from the library, so I downloaded it today. So I will also be reading Killers <gasps> of the Flower of the Moon. Oh, nice. We can yeah. do a little special episode. Yeah. So I just downloaded that one today, but in speaking of that Kindle challenge, um, I think another one was like 2021, the best books or something, bestsellers. Yeah. And so I went through that list and kind of, like, matched it to my library to see, like, which ones I could download immediately. And so the one that I could download immediately was The Plot by Jean Hamp Corlitz. Um, I had never heard of it until I went through that list. Hmm. Um, 
but I've been reading it like all week. I'm almost done with it. And it's about this author that um, he has like a, he writes one amazing book. Like it's a New York Times bestseller. He does really well with it. But like all his other books, he can't seem to like. Is this the one where the like murders start to happen and like his books seem very similar? No. Oh. (laughs) Okay, never mind. (laughs) This one is, uh, so yeah, so he, he can't really do much with his other books. Like they're not selling well. So he becomes like a teacher at like a community college to help future writers. And he meets this guy that's very like, the plot of my book is going to be the best thing ever, blah, blah, blah. Um, I know it's going to sell millions and it's going to become a movie. And the teacher's like, yeah, okay. And so then he hears the plot and he's like, oh, shit, you're right. Like, damn, this is going to be good. So then it, like, fast forwards to, like, two years later. He's now working, like, at this hotel that's specifically for writers to come and, like, spend the weekend to, like, work on their novels. And he meets this guy there that's from California and he's kind of like a jerk and it makes him think of this student that he had and he's like man like I don't ever remember this book like becoming a book or whatever so he looks up this student and he realizes that the student died and so then he decides to write the book so he writes the book it becomes a New York Times bestseller um he it becomes Oprah's book club um (laughs) and then Steven Spielberg is going to yeah, Steven Spielberg is going to make it into a movie. And so all these great things are now happening to him based on this book that he wrote from the student. And then he gets an email that starts the whole thing of you're a thief. And so somebody knows about what he did. And so that's kind of now where I'm at. Um, so, but yeah, it sounded good. It, it kind of had like that little thriller but it's not like a fast-paced thriller like where something's jumping out at you um yeah but yeah so that's like the um yeah that's the bestsellers from 2021 that I picked for the Kindle challenge nice yeah and so then I did that the killers of the flower moon for my nonfiction. well I'm excited because for you to read flowers um because it's very, it's like very interesting so far, and then mm-hmm. a lot of like history stuff that I just I didn't know about about the Osage yeah. and stuff like that. So it's very interesting. Yeah, I bet it's I bet it's really good as an audiobook as well because it is a nonfiction, and I bet it just like tells a story really well. It's been good so far. Yeah, yeah. no complaints for me over there. Yeah. So I do I do have a quick circle back. Okay. To Sorry. our F1, our our F1 episode. Oh god. So you know it kicked off because Jay and I were like discussing Daniel Ricardo's attractiveness. Yeah. <laughs> so he listened to the episode and he said you this is a direct quote. I wrote I wrote these <laughs> down. He said you immediately discredits herself by calling Max for step and cute. <laughs> Okay, which one was he, though? And then he's leading world champion. He's, like, the defending world champion right now. He was for Red Bull. And then he followed that up with, if Max Verstappen is cute, then Carlos Sainz is a god of handsomeness. Okay, how do you spell Max's last name? Uh, V-E-R-S-T-A-P-P-E-N. 
Wait, let me just see. Because you, you got to blame your pictures that you showed me. Listen, I did my best. Because I might have to agree with Jay now. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is not the picture you showed me. I, I tried to get good ones of all of them, and it just <laughs> failed. Like, Fine. Now I'm going to have weird, like, Google searches. <laughs> but Daniel is still very cute. And I will give him. Carlos Sainz is a god of handsomeness without, without, with or without the comparison. Carlos Sainz. S-A-I-N-Z. Okay. Let me. I mean, he's pretty cute. Do we not? He was like your number three or your number two. Yeah. And he's saying it sh- he shouldn't be? No, he's saying like he's an incredibly attractive. I mean, look at this man. Yeah, that's exactly the picture I was about to show you. It's <laughs> 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 him in a suit and aviators. It's nice. But yeah, yeah no. that was that was my uh Oh my god. My circle back. For real, though, we're going to do it for real, though, 4th of July weekend. Yes. Because, yeah, because I might have to agree with now with whatever I said about Max, I'm going to take it back. He wasn't my number one, was he? Mm, no, he was your number three. You had both Ferrari drivers as your one and two. Okay. Which, again, like, that's that's legit. That's no, your number, your number three was Daniel Ricciardo. See? Okay. Anyways, that is, that's, <laughs> I saw, cause I wrote, I wrote my, well, spoiler alert, this episode is going to be about our summer TBR, uh, yes. but I wrote my, my summer TBR list on that same list where I had written those down just to be like, I can't forget to bring this up. Oh my God. That's so funny. I love that. Oh yeah. So this, yeah, our summer TBR. Um, I'm excited. I think last year I completed my summer TBR. I think it was the only TBR that I did finish. Um, I should probably go back and listen to episodes where I made TBRs and see how much I have left. Like, make a list of the books that I have not read. <laughs> I completed almost none of it. I, I had a I had a rough reading year last year. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I'm interested to see. I have, I think I have five on my list. I have I have five as well. I'm hoping there. to fit some like audio. These are like like physical books. I'm hoping to fit some audiobooks in there. Yeah. I did Same. like a five a five mile walk today. So I was like, that's an, nice. an hour and a half I can kick that's out. Nice. But I listen to podcasts instead. So Yeah. You know. Oh, I opened my ESPN app instead of my notes app. Do 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 Um I got a new phone and it doesn't do that noise anymore when I get an ESPN alert. I will record it for you, and every time I text you, it'll be. <laughs> okay. Are we ready for our summer TBRs? Yes. Let's go. Do you want me to go first? Sure. All right. Well, I'm going to do an easy one because this is actually going to be a reread for me. And I think I've mentioned it a few times that I was planning on rereading it. But it is Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. 
only because the movie is coming out in July and I am super excited. So I thought it'd be a really good reread to do. And I really loved this book when I read it. So that is my <laughs> numero uno. I want to say where the crawdad sing was like one of the first ones I was able to like really get into after Ollie was born. Cause he was mm-hmm. only like five months old, I think at the time. And so I yeah. was just getting past like the super, super sleep deprivation until only just like the super sleep deprivation. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, read a book. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, um, yeah. So that book kind of like, I, I recommended it to my mom and I think she's going to, we're getting ready for our vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's going to be the book that she oh, fun. tries to read. But I think she'll really enjoy it. I think so too. Uh, my only gripe with the casting okay. is that to me, and this is like backed up with like the census and stuff is like usually those that lived kind of in that swampy area that she did, she's a swamp girl, were either of like mixed race or indigenous. And they chose one of the whitest people I've seen to play her. Yeah. And I, I, for one, like even as describing her, like that's exactly how I pictured her. I think I did too. But I think at some point, because I think somebody else had that complaint. I think it does specifically say what she is in here. And so when I reread it, I'll see if I can see how they yeah. describe her. Because, because they descri- I, they do, she is described as having like, like olive skinned, mm-hmm. like olive toned skinned and stuff. Yeah. And so I, to like, and like very dark hair. And to me, that was just, I yeah. assume she, either she's mixed or she's indigenous. Yeah. Or, you know, both, I guess. Um, you can be both. Um, so that's my, that's kind of like my only complaint. But that same actress is also in um, Under the Banner of Heaven, the TV adaptation, so. With Andrew Garfield? Mm-hmm. Ooh, fun. Yeah, I know when I, they announced that everybody was like, oh my gosh, she's in everything. Oh my God. I feel like that's how everybody also felt about, I can't think of her last name, but Anna something, that she's in something with, um, she's Marilyn Monroe. Oh, Anna Darmus. Yeah. And she was she, recently in... Um, something with Ben Affleck. Yeah, she's in that. And then she was in the last Bond movie yeah. for a yeah. little bit. And she was in um, Knives Out. Like, she was one of the main characters in Knives Out. Yeah. I, 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 she, like, I like her. I think she's a good actress. Yeah, I feel like all of a sudden I'm seeing her name everywhere. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, the like how I really knew her was during COVID, how... I, we always just saw pictures of her and Ben Affleck walking their dog. Yeah. <laughs> Until they broke up. Like, that's how I knew her. But, yeah. So. Okay. You're first. But... Well, this one, you know, is obvious. Pachinko. I want to finish Pachinko. <laughs> and I, guess Tara, I guess Tara Road is on there, too. Yeah, I, I do feel like that's Tara, a given. I do have Tara Road on mine as well. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Um, and then Killers of the Flower Moon are, is also on mine. So those are some that we can knock off. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's not what I thought you just said. <laughs> you said, you said check off, right? I said knock off. Okay. We well said, I thought you said those, <laughs> those are ones that can fuck off. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. 
And you're like, okay, calm down. Um, this this episode has gone. This episode has gone nowhere. Um, okay, so then the next one that I want to read is um, King's Cage by Victoria Aveyard, which is that third book of the Red Queen series. Um, I just kind of want to finish that series and be done with it. And so there's only two more books left. So um, I am Saying hoping... you want to be done with it makes me think that you don't really like it and you're just reading to finish it. <laughs> I think I am. Like, it's not terrible, but sometimes the main character, she's a little annoying. And so I just have to get through that. And, like, the the second book was pretty slow up until, like, the end. So... Hopefully this third one picks it up. It's not a terrible series, but I think I have more of that OCD of just, like, finish the series and be done with it. I get that. Um, okay, my next one, and I got, I bought this today. It's been on my Amazon wish list for a while. Okay. Um, but I got it today because they emailed me and they said, hey, we got a $5 book credit if you buy this. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. So it was only like seven bucks. <laughs> I know how to get you, Lindsay. <laughs> but it, yeah, I am an idiot. But <laughs> it's called The oh, where'd it go? There, the Book of Accidents by Chuck Wendig. Okay. And this is, honestly, this would probably be better for like fall Halloween-ish. But mm-hmm. um, this family returns to this house and um the the like the mother and the father obviously are married they move back to the hometown with their son oliver which is going to be weird to read but um (laughs) but then they start kind of there's something like kind of haunting and he has this imaginary friend and they're trying to like figure out what's going on um so it has good reviews okay and like I said, it's been it's a Goodreads Choice Award nominee. What's it called again? The Book of Accidents. Um, which category is it a nominee for in Goodreads? Uh, or have they done? They might not have done categories yet. I'm not sure. Oh, they do, but I am scrolling through all of them. So oh, no, you're fine. when I find it. Okay. No worries. But I also didn't realize how much of a chonker it is. It's like yeah. five hundred something pages. <laughs> And we already have Tara Road, which I think is pretty hefty. Yes. And Pachinko is fairly and hefty Pachinko. as well. <laughs> you do like those bigger books. I have an 11-hour drive coming up. That is true, though. Technically 22, because it's, you know, both ways, so. Yeah, that is also true. So that will be good. And if you're going to be at the beach, like, that is the perfect time. Just when, when the child is being wrangled. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have you'll have some family members y'all can take turns. Yes. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um okay. The next one on my summer TBR is the storied life of AJ Fickery. Um, I feel like we've talked about this one before, but I'm not sure. Um, but AJ Fickery's life is oh, it's by Gabrielle Zevin. Um his life is not all what he expected to be. He lives alone. His bookstore is experiencing the worst sales in its history, and now his prized possession, a rare collection of Poe poems, has been stolen. But when a mysterious package appears at the bookstore, 
Its unexpected arrival gives Vickery the chance to make his life over and see everything anew. Cool. I like a good bookstore-ish book, like how we read like, uh, Mr. Penumbra's 24-hour. Yeah, that yeah. turned out to be surprisingly like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah you didn't know where it was going to go. So I thought this one, it's a cute little cover. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. so Book of Accidents was under the horror. It was one oh, of the okay. horror nominees. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um, next one is Malibu Rising. Woo! By Taylor that's, Jenkins Reid. So a little loud. That one we've talked about a little bit, so. Yeah, that's a good one. That, I think that's the perfect one for your summer TBR. Because it's, it's like, you know, like, they're, what, surfing family and stuff, and it's got a crossover from a character in Seven Husbands. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm excited for that one. I that's on my list. I mean, that's been on my list. I can't wait to read it. So, yeah, I hope you like that one. And then I'll be I'll be interested to see too, like out of the three main ones, like which one's your favorite? Mm -hmm. I don't remember what Becca said. I think I thought she said she enjoyed Malibu Rising. A little bit more than Seven Husband. I don't remember. But there was another one that she was like, no, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an older... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think I also chose the perfect summer TBR book. It's a beach beach read? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen that everywhere. (laughs) Um, Beach read by Emily Henry. Um, it's about two authors that are um, neighboring, they have neighboring beach houses. One of them is, she's a romance writer, I believe, and he's just like a fiction writer. But they're both like in reading and writing slumps. And so then they decide to switch genres. And so he's going to have to write her type of book and he's gonna she's going to write his type of book. And... Mm. I'm pretty sure it's a romance book, so there's probably some happy ending to it. Um, I've heard really good things about Emily Henry. I think um, I also have the people we meet on vacation from her. And then I think she just came out. That one's really good. Yeah. And then I think she just came out with, I think it's called Book Lovers. Um, So, and yeah, she's pretty popular. So I'm, I'm super excited to read that one that one's been on my list for a few years now when it came out so I thought this would be the perfect time to um read it I'm excited for my summer TBR okay well my next one is the follow-up to Poppy War the Dragon Republic and I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty close to um get on Libby I think I'm like next in line Oh, nice. So it could be, like, uh, you know. While you're on vacation? Pachinko gets a little pushed behind, and well, I'm, gonna, second, I'm second in line. That was going to be my question for you, because I know when you finished um, Poppy War, you were so, like, I could easily jump into the second book. Um, oh, that was my question for you, is... 
when you finished Poppy War, you said how easily you think you could have jumped in and started reading the second book, but obviously you were on hold at the library. So if that book becomes available, like while you're on vacation or do all the other books get pushed aside so you can read that? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's easy, yes. <laughs> all your books, again, are super big. Yeah, I don't. But I mean, like, listen, Poppy Boar was big, but I flew through that. That was very yeah. easy to to get through and read. So. And I do have another one that I just thought of, but it's a reread. So if I don't okay. get to it, it's not that big of a deal. Um, uh-huh. The Gunslinger, Dark Tower, The Gunslinger, because I read that one a long time ago, but I want to reread it before jumping in back into the series. Oh, OK. So you that's you plan on jumping into that series? This year? Yeah, eventually. There's seven of yeah. them, right? Yes. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that'll be a good one, though. Um, I mean, I remember liking it, so. Yeah. But I'm not kidding when I said I, I read it. Um like 2013 so it's been almost 10 years i thought you were gonna say 20 years ago (laughs) i read it back when i was 11 and a half no i mean i wouldn't be surprised because didn't you read it young yes (laughs) listen i didn't have a lot of friends growing up (laughs) and probably because i read really weird books (laughs) they saw you were like what is she reading um like, what are you reading Lindsay? i'm like the maid got stuff in the oven and they're like okay <laughs> let's right. move on um that's a good tbr too you have you have some good ones mm-hmm. i'm excited to see like in september we should circle back <laughs> Ooh, circle back <laughs> and see how well we did um another book that i put on hold at the library because it was also listed as a nonfiction books um on the kindle challenge and so i put this one on hold first and then i realized i was number 36 in lines so i was like hold up Ooh, is that me with under the banner of heaven <laughs> yeah this it'll one, be available it, in four years yeah. i think when when um little fires everywhere was the the show was about to premiere I, of course, was like, well, I need to read the book. And so I put it on hold in the li- at the library. And I want to say I was in the 200s. And I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> am I ever going to get this book? But a girl at work had it. So I was like, can I just borrow yours? <laughs> can I just use this? Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the nonfiction book that I have also is A Woman of No Importance, which is the untold story of the American spy who helped win World War II by Sonia Purnell. Ooh, that that reminds me of um, Code Girls, which I also want to read at some point this year. Yes. So. Yes. Well, because I remember you talking about it, and so I almost was like, oh, yeah, you read that one. But never mind. I did not bring that one. But it's there. It's, It's here. But yeah, so, but I'm like number 30-something in line, so that one will be a while. That will be my fall TBR. Nice. But yeah, 
So I'm excited for our little summer TBRs. I mean, it means that we're going to finish Terra Road, which is fantastic. And we're both going to be reading Killers of the Flower Moon, which is fantastic. So. It's always nice when our uh, non-book club books line up. Yeah, I like that. So. <laughs> but yeah, anything else? <laughs> Sorry. Uh there's a new docu like docu series on, I think it's Freeform, but we'll talk about that next time. Okay, sounds good. Um, Instagram is reading with celebs, and we're approaching the one thousand followers, which is exciting. Um, right. I think we need a little more than sixty. We're not far. Um, Just gonna go create 60 fake accounts and <laughs> please do <laughs> go from there and then our twitter is reading w celebs so please go give us a like follow subscribe all of those fun things and also go listen to the episode of night because as emotional as it was we seriously enjoyed that book not enjoyed but like it, no, it was a, lot um, from a it. powerful powerful story yeah so please go powerful story that needed to be told yes so please go listen to that episode as well, and we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye.